top of the afternoon to you, sir. Hey, welcome back, everybody. How's everyone doing out there? Woo! <laughs> the crowd goes wild. The teeming masses. <laughs> yeah, more like the teeming dog. Right. <laughs> so I understand we've got a great show today. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we're covering... It, it's. I, I guess I should give a little bit of background on how this happened. Um, we're getting a lot of good response off Twitter. Um, a lot of people are sending information our way on uh, my Twitter feed, and I'm conversing back and forth with tons of bands and a whole bunch of people on uh, just using Twitter, which I think is awesome. I mean, that's the, one of the greatest inventions ever, I think. So uh, recently, well, not recently, it's been pa- over the past few months, I've been talking back and forth with a band called the Autumn Stones from Toronto. and International. Yeah, right. And so, I, you know, I really like the band because they, they have a... They sound a lot like the 80s, like the band called the Blow Monkeys, I thought they sound a lot like. So we started conversing back and forth, and I, th- I kept thinking, you know, we really got to figure out some bands, other bands from Toronto that we can put them together with. So I started, I thought, well, you know, why not just ask these guys? <laughs> They'll know. And so I ended up talking to, um, you know, and I don't really know who I talked to. It was just whoever runs their Twitter account. Okay. And that person sent me a whole bunch of... Um, People or bands and uh, other people to uh, to take a look at and a couple of people to get a hold of, and from there we grew a, a pretty good list for a show today. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it worked out pretty good. Sorry about that. <laughs> we had a few last minute adjustments here. Right, right, right. Yeah, and Merry Christmas to you, by the way. Merry Christmas. Yeah, it's all holidays, all that good stuff. Woo! We got New Year's Eve and then we're done. That's it. That's Back it. to work. Back to work. <laughs> right. Back to the norm. Right, right. Okay. So, uh, what are we listening to here first? Okay, the first track um, is a band called The Holiday Crowd, and I haven't talked to them yet. Well, I talked to the person that did the engineering and the mixing, a guy named Dean Marino. Um, I traded emails back and forth with him. Um, but the song's called Never Speak of It Again, and it's off an album called Over the Bluffs, and you can get this on Bandcamp, okay. which is all these guys have an account on Bandcamp, and we will too soon... Um, have an account on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, it's just a place where bands can put up their their uh, music. Well, you know, it's kind of cool because well, we just have to run this past the board, right? Get right. The CEO to sign <laughs> off. Exactly. On it? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so what happened is um, there's a band called the Girls that I discovered. Or I didn't discover them. I I ran across them in Columbus, and I found them on Bandcamp. And well, I I found them on Bandcamp, and I'm like, these guys are great. And I find out they're from Columbus. Oh wow. And I look on Bandcamp, and you can order vinyl. And I was like, Whoa, what? I need to get a copy of that album, too. I it's, really like it's that. It's awesome. Yeah. I'll get, well, yeah. Send me a link. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you a link. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll just check our Facebook page. And right, right. There'll be a link on there, I imagine. So I, I press a button, yeah. and I ordered the vinyl, and, and it came. Okay. It's pretty That's pretty cool. Yeah, awesome. It's real cool. Yeah. So, uh, well, all that being said, um, the band is a holiday crowd, and this song is called Never Speak of It Again. Okay, let's roll it. Cross my mind 
like that yeah yeah it's it's got a a real i don't even know what kind of vibe i'd call that thing um real mellow vibe real really good songwriting really strong strong not not up in your face but strong yeah the well the the yeah the sonic palette reminds me a little bit of like the beach boy stuff there's a lot of reverb on it kind of verby kind of james was it uh uh Oh, Jim and Dean? No, Jan, Jan and Dean. Yeah, yeah, there we yeah. Go. I had to dig for that. I actually got one of their records somewhere. Um, yeah, that kind of thing. But, I mean, the music doesn't sound like that. It's not right, 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 it's right. not beach music, but the, the, the reverb. Production. 
Yeah, I wonder if that's that spring reverb that, that yeah, you saw. Yeah, I should probably. Well, I'll put it on the on the show notes. Um, there's a video where they go through the recording space where they recorded these songs that we're talking about, and they've got the big spring reverb in there. And that was what I was asking questions about when I got here today. They're like, man, that thing is cool as hell. I'd love to have they one. They are very cool. And I don't even know what's in there. Yeah. He just it, the guy was just sitting with his hand on top of a box, and I was like, man, that's awesome. I got to have a magic one. black box. Right. Right. There's little gremlins in there that <laughs> just sit there and do Yodel. post office. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? yeah. <laughs> they play post office. <laughs> yeah but yeah it was awesome cool uh, that little recording space is really cool um i guess we could talk to them about uh how, how they go about recording drums because like we were talking about earlier we didn't see a drum room in there but maybe they have something hidden away right right and maybe they got a little closet or somewhere yeah. i don't know it may, it may be bigger than what we saw in the video too yeah, and maybe i forgot <laughs> i saw this a couple of days ago and a lot of stuff was happening to me yeah yeah <laughs> that yeah, now. a little bit but yeah okay. that, that recording space was really cool oh yeah they had some really neat stuff the um oh you know what we could take a little intermission here and talk about one thing that I've I've kind of found especially over the past couple of years and that well you and I have had vinyl we've never stopped buying vinyl right, I mean it's yeah. it's never like it never made a comeback with us because we've always had vinyl and always right. listened to vinyl but when I what I found is when vinyl made a comeback and I should also preface this that most everything that we listen to that's new. I listen to it on vinyl. I buy right. the vinyl. I haven't bought a CD in, in yeah, ages. I haven't years bought a CD in years, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happens is I have uh, Spotify and I have all you know all the streaming services, right. and I listen to those a lot. Like I scour those things for good stuff, and when I find something I like, I buy it. In all cases, I buy it, and and if I can buy it in vinyl, I buy it on vinyl. Right. Um, and that's like ninety nine percent of the things that I that I like I can find on vinyl. But one of the things that I found is that a lot of people are buying. Um, are getting into vinyl, but they don't have the hardware to reproduce a good sound. Right. No speakers, no amp, no nothing, no good um, turntable. All these turntables that I'm seeing that people are using are just not very good at all. Right. So I don't think that most people are getting the true... I think it's more like a, a vinyl is cool and neat and uh, retro kind of thing, but I don't know if they're getting the full effect of vinyl. Probably not. Um my thought on that is it always comes down to the least common denominator. I mean, you can have a great turntable, a great preamp, um, great set of speakers or power amp or whatever, but if you're listening to it on you know, $9 earbuds or something, right. it doesn't matter about any of the rest of that stuff. Right, right. Or you can have a, you know, a, a $10,000 turntable playing it through a $20 amp of some sort, yeah, you're you know you're really not experiencing the whole thing. Well, right, we probably shouldn't say twenty dollar amp because I would imagine that there's some twenty dollar amps to be had from the seventies that are probably pretty boss. There you go. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> just say a yeah, subpar yeah, amp. Yeah, subpar amp. Right, yeah, right, not right. putting a price tag on it. You're right. Um, and you'd sent me the link on those. Uh, yeah, it's a, band, a, a a site called Vital Me Now. Yeah. And yeah, what they do is they put together like sub sub thousand dollar systems right. that you can buy, and uh, they That's send you the whole great thing. idea. Yeah, because what a perfect idea. And looking through those, it's like those speakers are a perfect match for that amp. That's a perfect match for that turntable. You know, so there is they're all kind of the same. There is not that that block or that wall that least common denominator that's going to right, hold right. back the sound. You know, you'll you'll get your listening pleasure out of it. And I think that once people start upgrading their their the fidelity of their systems. We're gonna have another a whole next next group of what's gonna be happening. You know, yeah. I, I'll never forget the first time I heard a really good pair of speakers, a really good setup with vinyl. It was uh, um, the Eagles 
Hotel California. Oh, right, right. And it was a semi-religious experience. Right. It really was. It was just, it's like, oh, my God, that's what that really sounds like. Right. And I, it was all over for me. And I started saving paychecks to get right. the speakers. And as you are witness to, I it just never <laughs> really stopped. 40 years later. <laughs> yeah, I'm still buying stuff. And Well, you know, yeah. what's funny is that when we were kids in the 70s, we could not, I mean, we could afford maybe to, to get our toe wet in maybe sub- subpar sound and now if you really if you have 500 bucks and you watch yourself you could really get a good start in a system oh absolutely by buying used parts used speakers used you know one of the things that's out there that is incredibly cheap because i don't think a lot of people really understand how to use them is components Uh systems Uh, you can buy a separate tuner a separate preamp a separate power amp a separate set of speakers and you're absolutely right you can buy this stuff for pennies on the dollars that what it used to cost and uh if it's in decent working condition you know just start using it if not it usually doesn't take much to fix it right right it's usually some power supply caps or something you maybe put 20 or 50 bucks into the thing and you've got this state-of-the-art Stuff that we could only drool about when we were right. kids, and now you can own this stuff. Yeah, a great example is is the preamp that I own. It was all oh, seven hundred bucks when it was brand new back. And again, that's in nineteen eighties dollars. That's yeah, just the preamp. Just the preamp. Just <laughs> yeah. the switching and tells the signal where to go and what to right, do. Right, right. And I bet you you could find those out on eBay for fifty dollars anymore. Wow. I mean, it's just it's it's bizarre how cheap and inexpensive that kind of stuff is. Now there's a few pieces. Um, that are well known and go for big money. The Nakamichi Dragon cassette decks are one of them. I, I hardly ever see them going inexpensively. Right, right, right. Um, but for the most part, like like the Carver stuff and and uh, old Bose stuff, and I'm trying. I'm digging back through here. There's just a ton of stuff out there. The Nikos and Nakamichi stuff it just goes for pennies on the dollars. Yeah, it's this is not awesome. hard to put together a good system for cheap. So maybe that's a conversation we'll start online at some point. Is uh, just starting to build some of these systems. Yeah. Like, well, those links you had were a great start to that yeah, sub thousand yeah. dollars because that's what they're doing. They're pulling together some of the nicer pieces and putting the system together for you and going yeah. here for a grand. You get something really. And those good guys, to yeah, they'll put to. it in the box and you get it at yeah. your house. Yeah, you, don't you don't have don't to learn have anything to... or figure anything out. Which I mean, whatever. I mean, yeah. For us, learning and figuring out is part of the drooling game anyway. Right. Sure, <laughs> so yeah. It's it's like, hey, did you know this does this? Yeah, it's like, whoa. <laughs> but I think, with, I think what that's going to drive is the next generation of where when you make a record, it has to be that much better. You know, it's yeah. going to have to be that much well, better. Let me, let me throw another, uh, just another tangent in here, too. Sure. Um, one of the things that you and I got into was building the stuff. Yeah. You know, we've built several sets of tube amplifiers now. They're not that expensive. Right. It's not something I recommend to everybody because there are really high voltages that can kill <laughs> you. But, I mean, that's another avenue. And there are kits out there for preamps, for tube right. preamps, for um, tube-driven phono uh Preamps with right. the R R I A I that R I A A curve. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and they're they're not that expensive. And so if yeah. you wanted to go a DIY route, there's also that. If you really want to get into it and that, into it, the DIY route, you'll end up spending a lot less money, and you'll end up getting equipment that I mean is like light years ahead of anything you can buy in any right. store ever. I, I use my power amps. To, I, they're, what, 10 years old now? Yeah. And I, I use them every day. I, they're on for something or another every day. Picking up, you them. know, and if you, because, okay, they got preamps, right? Yeah, they got okay, preamps so for sale. If you have preamps and, and if you have a photo preamp, 
and the amp, uh, and you're set. I mean, yeah. you, you couldn't. That's like audiophile stuff that you couldn't even dream of back in the '70s. Right. And then on the other side of stuff is like the old Pioneer SX series, the 450s, 550s, 750s. Those are all in one receiver, power right, amp, right. tuner, and all that. Again, really inexpensive on the market. And then you've got the Sansui's and and Pioneers, and I just it's just amazing the stuff that's out there for like. 35 bucks, you know, or whatever. You take it home, you hook up your speakers to it, you're good to go. Yeah. Um, and you've got a you've got a system that'll just floor anything that you can buy in the store right now. Right. And well, it's except for the, bo- the boutique stereo shops, but right. I mean, at any electronic shop. And it's not even so much about that. It's just going to be a step up from the earbuds in your phone. Right. You know, you're going to have a nice system that's going to reveal a lot more of the detail in the vinyl you paid for. Right. And, and you know, really play that up versus the $9 earbuds that you're using or the skull candy or whatever the hell you right. got. Um, and then speakers are the same way. Um, the speakers that I have are Ohm Walsh 4s, and they were about three grand or so new when I bought oh them God. for the pair. And I think you can buy a set now under $500 for a pair if you keep your eye out. And then the I, little, little brothers, the Walsh 2s, I think we bought a set for like 150 bucks for Nate. They, that's, they that's sound the one I have, great. Right? Yeah, exactly. Is that the two? Yeah, the yeah. Twos. $150 for killer speakers. I don't Absolutely what I pay for mine. killer. They're usually around 200 bucks. We yeah. met a guy in Columbus. Yeah, isn't that we knew what a guy and you know we're yeah. in the McDonald's parking lot. I'm like, <laughs> well, you know, the 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 cloth thing's kind of tattered up and I don't know. And he's like, "Well, I drove them all this way." I'm like, "Would you take 150?" and it was done, you know. It's <laughs> <Sweet>. like <laughs> So, but that kind of stuff, you know, and then there's, you know, the 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 Polks and the Bose and Right. Again, there's some speaker systems that still command a fair price, but there's still a lot of other good stuff that is just pennies on the dollars from right. what it used to be. And Ohm is still in business. You, if the drivers are messed up or something, you can get new drivers from wow. them. Wow. Still 30 years later, 40 years later, they still make that stuff. So you can <laughs> so get them repaired awesome. or replaced. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's not hard to put together a good system. Yeah, so if you guys have questions on what to do and where to go, uh, we will probably open that for another discussion if if it warrants it. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to get a, a system that sounds just phenomenal, hey, give us some feedback. We'll give you some leads and some stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So next up, what we have is the guy that engineered and mixed the last track that we played. A guy mm-hmm. named Dean Marino. Um, he also has a, a band called Paper Maps, and um, I listened to uh, Darker Lights, which is the album, their latest album, and picked the song Shadow Theater. Uh, they're all, all great. I mean, I put this album on all the time at my house and, you know, stream it to my... <laughs> I don't have it on vinyl, so I stream it to my little machine and yeah. it does its whole magic trick and yeah. it's just awesome. But um, it's a great album. Um, Shadow Theater is a great song. I don't know if it's if it's really representative of the whole album as much as the the track that I really liked. Okay. So uh, check it out. Spin it up.
kind of digging that. Yeah, I really these uh I've been really happy that I found uh, Autumn Stones and they've turned me on to so much good stuff. I I like to go to Tor- Toronto just to see a couple of shows. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that far away. Yeah, it's is not it? not that far from here. Uh, it's only yeah, it's a long ways because it's it's only like as a crow flies, it's right across the lake. But, but you, you got to go, go <laughs> all the way over to one side or the other, either through Niagara or Detroit to get there. But, right, right. And Detroit's yeah. not even that far. Three hours or something like that. Yeah, but then you got to drive the three hours back to Toronto, so it's yeah, like a right. six-hour <laughs> drive. But yeah, well, we'd have to go over there sometime. Check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. That's very good. Again, I like the aesthetic. I, it's everything's clean and well presented, and great mixes. And yeah, this great, guy's, this great guy's guitar doing sound. Something, something really nice. Yeah, it, I, I get the, um, I get the, the distinct feeling that they actually care about what this stuff sounds like. Yeah. They're actually crafting the sound, not just the songs, and not just, not just the, uh, the, the production of the thing, but they're crafting how the sound of yeah. that, that's coming out of the. A studio. lot of attention to space. Yeah, in, in yeah. These both of these songs have had a lot yeah. of attention to space. If you listen to a lot of. Um, and I, I hate to say it like amateur because it's not really amateur, but it's not like done in a big name studio. But a lot of a lot of times when you listen to stuff that's done in smaller studios, they, everything's bunched up here or bunched up here or right. squashed here. Right. There's not no room and no air in the, right. in the Well, then mix. you have a lot of people that are doing that intentionally with the distortion yeah. thing, you know, a lot of lo-fi, running stuff through cassette decks and grinding it and things like that. And that all takes up a lot of room. This right. is all really nice and clean and airy, a lot of good space around it. Yeah, you know what? I need to go and see if I can buy And I, I did look to see if I can buy it on vinyl. I don't think you can. But I got to go look again. Okay. Because right. if I can, I'm doing it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> put a link out there for everybody. Yep, yep. We'll put yep. a link out okay. there for you guys. All right. And what we got last here? Okay, last we have the Autumn Stones. Um, this is called In With The Out Crowd. And it's their single right now. Um, and it's the same. It's engineered and recorded or engineered and produced by Dean Marino. Um, it's the same group of people, same group from Toronto. But it's a different subgroup. Of of uh, musicians, of musicians. And writers, he's writers. a lucky dude to have all that yeah. talent around. Yeah, him. and I I'll talked to what. actually I talked to on the phone. I talked to the lead singer. And I I'm gonna mess up his name. I think it's Kieran. Okay, it's I'm sure I'm, I did to his name what everybody does so does to my name. So <laughs> <laughs> so or even I've known you for even, what twenty years. Right. I still don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> <Right. yours. laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's hey you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So 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 cosmically we're even. But mm-hmm. uh, it's I talked to him for a little while and. Um, yeah, his viewpoint is that they just want to make good songs and make a good sound and make a good go of it. They're not, it's not like something that, they're. oh yeah, we're striving really hard, we're going to be the next big thing. They're like, we want to produce a good product and hopefully people like it and we just got to get out of our system. That's, that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. yeah and that's a great approach to take. Yeah. And that's kind of like what we do here and what yeah. we do everywhere else. Yeah. We yeah. want to just provide something that people have something to, uh, that moves people, you know? There you and go. They do yeah. a good job. Get them all square one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, let's spin this up. Right on.
I like that. That that was a little different um, aesthetic. The vocal yeah. was a little more up front. Still really nice space, but it was a little closer in. Didn't have quite the reverb on it. Yeah, yeah. But still, most reminds, excellent. Most reminds excellent. me a lot of um, a lot of that '80s era. Um, and I don't know what you would call like bands like um, the Blow Monkeys. I don't know what you would call that kind of music. Um, I don't. I don't know how yeah, you classify that. There's another band. Um, oh, they had a song called Happy Hour that that they they. Did a big thing with um it'll come to me in a minute but it reminds me a lot of, of that that real english sound yeah and it actually has a little touch of like tears for fears in it with the yeah. verb you know yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's a big 80s thing anyways the right, big right. verb the big room the big snare hits that sort of stuff and it had just a touch of that i thought in it with yeah. with a big space they're using that spring reverb to, <laughs> yeah. to great 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 a great deal so is that an expensive piece of gear that spring reverb it depends on what it is. It could be because that know. one that they had it looked like it was enclosed in like nice wood. It, it wasn't it, like yeah, it depends on where they got it. Yeah, that can be a pricey piece. Well, but I mean, you know, you can build them yourself too. You can pull them out of guitar amps. At, you know, to varying degrees of success. Right. And get a nice one. That and if that's what they're using, it sounds pretty damn nice. But yeah, that's real cool. Probably paid a pretty penny for it. Wow! 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 Yeah. Yeah, I, the uh, the whole they have a couple albums out there on uh, on and we'll like once again we'll we'll send the links out. They have a couple albums on uh, on Bandcamp that are awesome, really good. Listen, um, I I've been spinning them. I bought the albums, like the whole albums to MP3 download. Okay, um, just to you know, it's like ten bucks. Come on, you yeah, know? yeah. So I, I, you can listen to them on Bandcamp for free, but I downloaded them, bought the the MP3s just so I can well, sure and support people. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Support and the that's, artists. You know, I really should should stress that to to uh, everybody in that I, I have this discussion a lot with people about um, the streaming systems and that while well, they're against it because the artist doesn't get paid or whatever but really I mean that's a, a huge way to to advertise what you have going on mm-hmm. and there's I, I probably spent a couple thousand dollars this year on music oh, yeah. and I wouldn't yeah, have spent too, that much least. yeah and I wouldn't have spent that much if I didn't if I didn't have a chance to get it as part of my DNA and figure out if it fits with what i love right i don't think i would have would have taken that chance i see i'm the other end though i just i i'm just buying vinyl that i'm picking up on in the store uh-huh. friends recommendations i never stream stuff i never listen to stuff off of any yeah, streaming see. stuff so 
You and I, I are the antithesis, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like it works always, both ways. Yeah. I mean, I seek well, it out. I mean, I'm going to record stores. You and I go to record stores all right, the time. Right. And, uh, hey, what do you think of this? I think, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or I'd ask my son or whoever. Right, and right. I'm going in with some preconceived notions of what I want to get. Right, right. Um, so it works both ways. It seems like we always have the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> like we're on the opposite sides of everything. Like, like That's for, how come we work. <laughs> right, right. Because for me, I'll listen to a crappy recording of a great song all day long. Yeah. And you you won't do anything like no, no such thing. No way. No, if it grinds, yeah, if it gets on my nerves, it gets on my nerves, period. Yeah. No, no matter whether it's the bad recording or Well, you know whatever. what? And I think, here's what I think it might be. Here's what, you know, now I think about it. Because we both have the same affliction. We both have bad vision. Yeah, we do. I have, I have bad vision and I have bad color vision. Right. So, and I think when you have a sense that's lacking, yeah. one of your other senses gets heightened. I think your hearing got heightened, and my sense of smell got heightened. My sense of beer got heightened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you know, whenever I smell, like I could smell like something, and I can tell how to cook it. I know how to cook well, it. I'm by the, the same way. way. Yes, Nate. I, yeah, yeah, I can tell what he cooked for dinner. It's like, man, don't do that anymore. It stinks <laughs> up the house. It's like, what are you talking about, old man? Yeah, no, I got the the heightened sense smell too. And, yeah, and, yeah. It's like, see, my my sense of hearing isn't that heightened. Well, I can hear when stuff is happening, but when music is going on, I. Uh, I kind of tune yeah, out. Yeah. I just want to hear what's going on musically. Yeah, me too, yeah. Well, of course, you and I, just like we were talking about a little earlier with the systems, we both have pretty nice systems. Right. So when we sit and listen, we are immersing ourselves in this and really right. listening at a level of detail that a lot of people don't hear, simply because you're not going to get that with earbuds or right. you know something lesser. Um, yeah, everybody that comes over and hears these speakers, and I'm sure you're running the same thing because they're the same speakers. It's yeah. like, what are those? Yeah, Where like, did what you the get hell? those? Well, what the, what's that all about? Yeah, it's just it's ear opening. People have never heard that kind of detail before. Right, right. And so. people and people have come to my house asking, like about vinyl and is it really that good? I'm like, all right, here, here's the CD. I'm put it in the CD player and hit play. Yeah. Here's the vinyl, and night and day. Yeah, yeah. And people people can hear that, especially on a good system. Yeah, that's what the difference is. Yeah, on a on a on a subpar system, I don't think you can tell the difference as much. Yeah. I mean, maybe not at all. Yeah. yeah, because there's all all the other parts of that signal that are going through. You know, it's not the same. Right, right. And and you've got a double whammy going on in the fact that maybe you're listening to 128 kbs. MP3s right. on nine dollar headphones. Well, there's two strikes against you right there, and you have no idea if you're listening to it off your phone how good the amp is in your phone. Right. You know, it's just when you sit down with a set of tube mono blocks and a nice pair of speakers and a good turntable, it becomes really apparent yeah, that the, there's a difference there. And then you can also find albums that you thought were so good, but they're not so good. Yeah, and I don't want to go all audiophile. I'm yeah. not an audiophile. Believe me, I'm not right. buying six thousand dollar. Power cables or none of that crap. No, this is just good, solid science, good, solid sounding systems. Right. Nothing pricey or audio file about any of it. I just right, really right. don't buy into half of that crap and more than half of it. Um, it's just about a good speaker system with good power amps and, yep. you know, and there's a good signal. At some point, there's a diminishing law of returns. If you can hear that extra two tenths of a percent with the monster cables or whatever, <laughs> if it's even there. Good for you. That's well, and great, I, man. You, I've always you thought if, that. if you need lab equipment to tell the difference, then forget it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to get out the O-scope and yeah. you know, dial it in. I had that. You know, yeah. We're cutting hairs there. Right on. So. All right, buddy. Well, give them some links and yep. stuff to look let, at. Let me, uh, we'll let you guys go and we'll come back uh, next week with uh, some more interesting stuff. Um, but from now, you can you can find us at uh, villagebuzz.com mm-hmm. and uh, go to About a Song. The link's up on top. Um, you can also find us on iTunes. You can find us on um, 
SoundCloud. You can find that link uh, on uh, on our our SoundCloud link. You can find it on our uh, Village Buzz webpage, and you can also find us uh, on uh, Facebook. Do a search for about a song, and uh, anytime we put up new new material and new information, it's all up there. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Um, you can follow us at Village Buzz, but if you follow at Sergio underscore one hundred and one, which is my uh, Twitter handle, you can you'll be right in the mix of everything that's going on. You'll be able to talk yeah. to to a lot of the same people that we're talking to and have a good time. So we'll see you guys. We give next away week. stuff at, at times yeah. too, don't we? Yeah, actually we do. We give away vinyl every week. And what week is this? Uh, minute work cargo is what's going on this week. Oh. Um, by the time you guys hear this, that might be given away already. I'm not eligible for yeah, any of this stuff. We got to talk about <laughs> this off I, air. The other week I did a drawing for. I forget what I was doing a drawing for, but I did a drawing. And let me preface this real quick. We do. I do this thing called the losers lottery. So we have right now about well, I think it's four thousand followers. And so I, out of those 4,000 followers, I select one, and they get pitched out. And then from the remaining, I select one, and they get pitched out. So it goes all the way till the very last person who never got picked is the winner. That's like me and Dodgeball. Right, right. That is the it's last like, dude. It's, it's the like, last, the oh, last one. I guess we'll take him. <laughs> it's the last guy. And the, the other day, I was doing the drawing, ran the drawing algorithm for something, and I got cho- chosen. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Has it ever chosen me? No, it hasn't chosen you. Okay. Yet. All right. Must just be dodgeball then. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought that was so odd that my name out of all those names got yeah. thrown to the bottom. There you go. And you but, ran um, it again, right? Yeah. You yeah keep I had the run vinyl. Again, we got to be clear about that. Well, I do. I already have a copy of that one because, okay. like I said earlier, I gave away <laughs> what my doubles are. Right. So I already have a minute work cargo. Okay. All right. So it was a double fantasy, uh, John Lennon double fantasy, John Lennon oh, Yoko, nice, Yoko yeah. double fantasy. I won that one, <laughs> so I had to put, put my put, name back put, out. Yeah, all right, back in the hatch he goes. Yep, all right, fantastic, so, sir. Yeah, good luck to you guys at the contest, and it's uh, Minute Work Cargo this week, all and right. we'll talk to you guys. Okay, see you.